All right, folks. Let's get it. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. It's my lunch break. We're doing a little afternoon podcast for y'all today because we missed yesterday. So I had to make up for it with that afternoon lunch podcast. We are now the Bayside Report. Final name change, I promise. But you guys knew it was coming. You know, the GB Report was just a placeholder because obviously the Gar Show did not work because of Garth Brooks. Literally just shitting all over my name. So now we have the Bayside Report because we're in Tampa and that's more representative of where we are. Welcome to the show, everybody. Veterans Day, everybody. Shout out to all the veterans that have defended our home soil, the great country of the United States. We salute all of you. Thank you for your service. Hurricane Nicole, Tropical Storm Nicole, whatever it was when it hit, it's finally over with. Kind of came out of nowhere last week. It developed late last week. It developed. It hit the east coast of Florida. Our thoughts and prayers are with those who were affected by it because it did wash away homes, cause flooding and extensive damage on the east coast of Florida. So thoughts and prayers with those. Please head to the Red Cross and make a donation. Do what you can do to help out those who have been affected by it. Here, it really didn't cause a whole lot. Um heavy wind, heavy rain, but it passed through relatively uh, fast, didn't even lose power. So people were saying, though, it was worse here for Tropical Storm Nicole than it was for Hurricane Ian, which I find crazy. I wasn't here for Hurricane Ian. I was in West Palm, which it was pretty windy there as well. But I just find it hard to believe that a tropical storm had a bigger impact than a Category 4 hurricane, despite it hit two hours south of here. Still think it would have a big impact, but just some debris down on the road. Um, everyone, Most people were off work and school yesterday. I know kids had school off, so everyone kind of treats it like snow days up north. Election day, thank God it's over. How, how excited is everyone that the election is finally over? Ronnie D serving another term here as Florida governor. Unless he ends up running for president. I saw Marco Rubio won here as well. He um, he really showed out. Um, John Fetterman in my home, my birth state of Pennsylvania, got the win over Dr. Oz. That was a very close race. No one really knew what way it was going to go. They're both interesting characters. But it looks like it went John Fetterman's way. But thank God that's over. I was so tired of seeing the commercials and getting text messages. I got five or six text text messages a day asking who I'm voting for. Vote for this, do this, do that, do that. Just leave me alone. Just stop fucking texting me. I don't care. The Powerball. They had an overnight delay. The winner, LA County, I think it was around Pasadena. $2 billion. $2 billion was the final number. But yeah, they delayed the count. They delayed the count. They uh, released the counts the next day. I'm not sure why. But the the gas station that sold the winning ticket was also rewarded, I guess you call it a finder's fee, I, I believe, of about a million dollars. And he split it up amongst his 11 grandchildren. So shout out to that man for his generous and giving spirit. But overall, that's pretty much it for this week. Right now, um, in the news, I guess. But for my week personally, it's been a hell 
hell of a week s- the past seven days. Um, like I said, last Friday, I went and saw Maddie Smith, comedian from Wild and Out. She was amazing. 10 out of 10. Funny. Uh, incorporates a lot of improv. She just kind of goes up there and spazzes out. Her sets aren't... I, I know... She writes jokes and she, because I've seen her on Instagram and, you know, obviously she's using the same jokes at every stop. So I, I saw, I heard a few jokes last week that she used for her Instagram shorts or reels and on YouTube. She was hysterical though. And it's, it's refreshing to, you know, have, have some new, uh, people in comedy and, um, you know, she's just a down to earth, cool person. I, I, saw her talking to her mom out in the hallway and she was she was just saying man people here are weird as fuck she thought she bombed and it's just such a mixed bag of what you get people here you know people of all walks of life with different comedic tastes and values so i feel like it is hard to tour here in florida and perform here and she felt like she didn't have that much success i thought she was tremendous did a great job it was in a movie theater the place is called Side Splitters. There's two locations in Tampa. One, I, this probably doesn't mean much to anyone who doesn't live here, but there's one location in Carrollwood and then one in Wesley Chapel. The one in Wesley Chapel's kind of out in the country a little bit, a little bit further away from downtown, which is where she was at. And it was, I, I didn't know if I was at the right spot or not because I pulled up and you just see a big movie theater from the outside and I'm walking all through this place. And I finally found it and they had, you know, they had a little bar and seating area, but it's just, it's literally mixed in with other movie theaters. Like Avengers is playing next door. I don't even know what movies are out right now, but use, use Avengers as an example. So anyways, great show, good experience, um, there. And then Saturday, I, um, I shot my first vlog, everyone. Just tried it out around Tampa. I uh, I was just driving around um, Harbor Island, uh, looking to eat lunch and kind of work on some things with the podcast. So I took the GoPro with me and just started shooting it. And then I also uh, went on a bike ride with it. And that video is on my YouTube uh, Shorts channel at the Bayside Report Shorts. It's just a little Saturday vlog of me riding around town and uh, showing you my life, what I do. Um, and it was really fun. Also watched the Astros win the World Series Saturday night. They dominated. It was 2-2. And then they just came back. Won game six and won game seven. Dominant pitching. They got the job done. Shout out to the people of Houston. Getting that title. And Sunday. Kind of did the same thing. I, I vlogged again. And it was really fun. That time change. The time change was great. Obviously, it's not really cool that it gets dark at 5.30, 6 o'clock, but for that morning, that particular day, that Saturday night, I was I was exhausted. I went to bed at 11 p.m., which is really 10 p.m. with the time change, got a full eight, nine hours, woke up 7 a.m., which is really 8 a.m., but you know, but I, I woke up at 7 a.m. and got after it. By the time I got out to St. Pete, it was 8-ish. So I I biked around to St. Pete, kind of vlogged that whole experience, riding on the pier, riding on the roads downtown. And then I took that party to the beach, to Passagirl Beach, biked around there, and just kind of showed everyone the whole energy, the whole vibrations that are going on. Passagirl is pretty pretty packed. They 
they had church letting out. It was uh, it was a little chaotic. It was way more peaceful in downtown St. Pete. And people, I feel like most people are aware that, you know, Tampa and St. Pete, two polar opposites, polar opposite cities. I like them both for their own reasons. I don't know if I have a favorite specifically. I like them both for their own reasons. You get some characters in St. Pete. <laughs> never know. You never know who you might run into on the street or, you know, whether they're homeless or under the influence of drugs. I, you never know. But in Tampa, you really don't get bothered a whole lot. The difference biking-wise, St. Pete, it's very safe. Car, cars, um, cars will yield. Cars will have respect for you. They'll share the road. Over here in Hillsborough County, it's the complete opposite. You you really don't want to ride on the road. You can't really bike in downtown Tampa. There's nowhere really to bike other than the sidewalk. And there's always a thousand people on the road, on the sidewalk, walking. So it's not really uh it's not really enjoyable. I still might go do it tomorrow. Maybe even just vlog the vlog Davis Islands or just the outside of downtown. I don't know if I'll really uh go deep deep and down and really go all around but maybe just a maybe a davis islands trip go to tom brady's old house show some of the nice cribs over there and keep it pushing but yeah anyways last week i did go to the beach and it was the water was so refreshing it was cold but it's once you duck once you duck down and start swimming you're like man this is this is key this is perfect and of course with the tropical storm rolling through the temperature is going to go down and the general air temperature is starting to drop. It's looking like we'll be in the high 70s starting next week. Maybe creep into 80s here and there. But yeah, the weather is slowly starting to drop a little bit. It really has felt like summer the past. I don't even know. We had a cold spell in the beginning of October for about a week. But it really uh, went away fast and started heating up pretty quick. So it was great to have, uh, I guess you can call it our Indian summer. They have the Indian summer up north. I, I saw it hit late up north. It was much warmer later on in the year. So I guess we got ours a little later too. But yeah, weather will start feeling more seasonally appropriate. And for us, that's 60s and 70s. Maybe, maybe some dips in the 50s. But this week, like I said, I think I'm just going to lay low, maybe vlog my ride tomorrow. Should I go swimming tomorrow? It's going to be a nice day. 81 and sunny tomorrow for Saturday. Maybe I'll hop in the pool one last time. Really get that refreshing cold water jolting through you. You really start to feel it. Oh, how about the Buccaneers getting the comeback win last week against the Rams? Tom Brady's shown some fight, proving that Giselle's witchcraft is not affecting him. That was a huge win for them. They really needed it. And now they are off to Germany. I forget who they're playing, but they're playing in Germany. Tom Brady got, he's just having a rough year. He got caught up in the FTX collapse. Um, for those who don't know what FTX is, it's a cryptocurrency brokerage, I guess you can call it, or an exchange. Uh, they filed for Chapter 11, bankruptcy. Don't know all the semantics, but apparently there were some miscalculations by the founder. Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Giselle some of the big names that were invested in it. They had the MLB sponsorship. They were literally the crypto sponsor of the MLB. 
And I remember watching playoffs in the World Series thinking, wow, FTX, that's that's pretty cool. It's a pretty big deal for, for crypto. You know, it's trying to, I guess, bring it into the mainstream. And then they, boom, <laughs> they're in the shitter this week. So, yeah, I, apparently Tom Brady and Giselle had $650 million involved in this uh, investment. Yikes. Tom Brady might be playing another 10 years to try and make his money back. But back to back to this week, Sunday, I'm golfing. Clearwater Country Club. Might include that in the vlog as well. I haven't golfed in forever. It's been a bloody long time, probably a month ago. But this is our golf season, everybody. The, the prices are starting to go up. It was dirt cheap to golf this summer, 35 dollars for 18 some courses are like 25 i mean obviously they're not that great but if i pay 25 bucks to play 18 holes i'm pretty happy camper but yeah this is really our golf season which i'm pumped i hope the course is in good shape on sunday and even i think the pga tour is going to start hitting here in december you have the pnc father son challenge and then there's a few other tournaments i looked up prices for the pnc father son challenge Kind of where, uh, you know, Tiger goes and plays with Charlie Woods, his son, and then John Daly plays with his son, Little John, who's a golfer in Arkansas for their men's team. But that's a very cool tournament. I checked the ticket prices. They're like $500, so probably out of my price range. But, of course, there's also the match. The match is December 10th. I also think that is not... I think that's just a made-for-TV event. I don't think they let spectators in. But you got Tiger and Rory versus JT and just and uh, Jordan Spieth, December 10th, Bel Air Country Club in Clearwater. I hope to be around the area. I don't know if they're going to – I really don't think there's going to be much going on around it. But maybe c- celebrities are going to be in the area. I feel like they'll be all out and about in Clearwater. So, yeah, just going to go hang out there and uh, check out what's going on, the environment around the event. I need to get back into kayaking too. Kayaking's one of my, you know, being on the water is one of my passions. Boating. Came from a family that used to boat a lot back when I was a little young kid. The kayaking's great. The rentals are the rentals can get a little pricey. The one it was 40 bucks for an hour. I know an hour is probably all you need, but can we make that like 20 an hour? And then I'll go two hours. I'd, I'd pay 40 bucks for two hours. There's a few launches too, but yeah, that's something I definitely want to get into. Here we are. I'm looking at the PGA schedule, December. Oh, okay. It looks like we got some... We have the Honda Classic in February. And I know there's... Okay, the Arnold Palmer's in March. And the Players is in March. The Arnold Palmer's in Orlando. And the Players is in... Ponta Vedra Beach, which is towards Jacksonville. So yeah, not in December, but a little bit further away. But yeah, it's uh, it's golfing season, everybody. And in up north, it's football and basketball season. They are starting to shut down their courses and prep for the indoor sports. World Cup, World Cup, World Cup. One more week, one more week for the World Cup. Let's fucking go. I'm so pumped. My Croatian team, they're expected to do okay. Obviously, I don't think they're going to make it very far in the 
in the elimination round, but I think they'll at least get there. I think they'll get through group play and make it to the elimination phase. I think Argentina's the favorite right now to win it. Um, they have like Angel Di Maria, obviously Lionel Messi. You know, they're loaded. They got talent. So I believe they're the betting favorite right now. And I also saw that an EA Sports simulator slash predictor um, has been correct since the 2010 World Cup, and that's they picked Argentina to win it. So we'll see if their streak keeps on rolling. Holidays coming up, everybody. As you're all aware, two weeks, under two weeks, 13 days until Thanksgiving. I am very excited to, um, you know, eat all the good food in my hometown. Um, I haven't had a good slice of pizza since I moved here. Eh, I mean, there, there's good pizza, but not like the pizza we have up north. Grape leaves, Lebanese food, gyros. We call them gyros where I'm from, but I get yelled at by everyone here. It's a gyro, apparently. So there's good gyros or gyros, gyros in Pittsburgh. Some of the best. I'm just fucking with you. I'm going to call it gyro. I'll, that will never change. The only cool, the cool thing about Florida and Tampa is just, I know Mexican food's not really solid here like it is in California or Texas, but I found some good Mexican or Hispanic food, Cuban food joints that have kind of replaced that pizza void in my life. Because in Pittsburgh, I eat pizza all the time. Here, I don't. Here, my, my guilty pleasure is Mexican food which is much healthier than pizza. So that's not really a bad thing. But I just noticed the difference. Now, straight straight tacos, burritos, Cubans, Pittsburgh, it's gyros and pizza, baby. So it'll be nice to have that little, uh, get back to my roots a little bit and enjoy some places I haven't had in a while. But yeah, this, this week, just moving along fast. Time has been moving super fast. Uh, Spectrum kind of fucked me over this week. I, I don't know. Does any If anyone has Spectrum, I'm sure you kind of feel the same way. I have this community solutions Wi-Fi. So Sunday, my Wi-Fi goes out. And like a normal person, I call Spectrum and say, hey, my Wi-Fi's not working. Can you please help? So the lady on the other line, you know, she said, sure, sir, I got you. Scheduled an appointment for Tuesday to, for someone to come out and look at it. No one shows up Tuesday. I call again. Schedule another appointment for yesterday. They missed it again. So now, and like I said, guys, you know me. I like to put out positive energy. I don't like to, I don't like to be mean to people or radiate that negativity, but I'm sorry I lost my shit on Spectrum yesterday. And they understood, but I don't understand how you're telling me you're scheduling appointments, giving me confirmation numbers. And every time the appointment comes around, and I call you to ask you where your technician is. You say there was either an error with scheduling it or no one even scheduled an appointment in the first place. So they, they fucked me over a few times. But luckily, they got someone out here to fix my Wi-Fi, even in the tropical storm. So kudos to them. Good old Spectrum for uh, finally stepping up, taking care of my problems. Uh, back to sports again, I guess. We still got some we still got some unfinished business here when discussing sports. The Steelers playing the Saints this week coming off the bye week. How will that go? We don't know. Could either be a blowout loss or a major <laughs> a major comeback victory. I believe they're playing in Pittsburgh. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll watch. We'll see how it goes. Frank Reich, the coach of the Colts, he got fired. I think he'd be a great replacement for Matt Canada. Hopefully Mike Tomlin is aware of that because we need to get Matt Canada out of Pittsburgh immediately. The Dolphins keep winning. They beat the Bears last week. I think they play the Browns. Talk about how the Buccaneers had the comeback win. Tennessee and Georgia was last week, too. Georgia stomped them. Georgia's back on top. I, th- I don't think Tennessee is fraud. I just think they couldn't handle the pressure at all. I just don't think they're I don't think they're that elite yet to where they can handle the big stage. So with that being said, the new rankings, Georgia's number one, Ohio State just sitting at that number two spot. Michigan, number three. So that Ohio State-Michigan game at the end of the year in two weeks, two weeks' time, that's going to be a classic, one for the books, just like last year's was. And number four, undefeated TCU has creeped their way into the top four. So a massive shakeup in the college football landscape. Alabama is now 10th, 10th in the country. When is the last time Alabama was ranked 10th? Probably a long, long time ago. But they play Mississippi Ole Miss on Saturday. Ole Miss is 11th in the country. So that's going to be a battle. Alabama lost to LSU last week, giving them their second loss and pushing them back to 10th. So LSU's 7th now. So everyone's just passing up Alabama. Will Ole Miss beat them? We'll see. But as we move on, everybody, I just wanted to kind of touch on consistency this week and just how important consistency is. It leads to good things. Hard work. When you're consistent with hard work, it leads to things. So my sister's friend that she works with last week, well, my sister reached out to me and let me know that her daughter has or has the aspirations of starting a podcast. And they wanted my help to help her set it up. And they're willing to pay me. Which I thought was was badass. You know, I um, I never envisioned, you know, people kind of coming back to me and asking help for, for carrying out their podcast visions and dreams. So I hope, hope to really help her. Um, you know, I just reached out to the lady and told her what I'm capable of. And I hope to get them set up with a pretty solid podcast. And like I said, guys, I learned this all on my own. I carried a little knowledge from broadcasting sports in college, just kind of how to run a soundboard, how to use a microphone, how to how to run an audio app through a computer. But this hard work is starting to pay dividends slowly. So for instance, now, you know, say people want help setting up podcasts. That's another skill I bring to the table. I could help you I could help you build a studio, I could teach you how to record and edit. And do all that fun things. And like I said, I never really knew where this path is going to take me. I still don't know. We're only nine episodes in. Where's it going to take me? It could go far. What if I what if I open my own studio and, you know, offer people recording sessions and times? That would be badass. Because when I when I started this and I, I did that thing. I called a studio and asked for help, and they kind of shot me down. You know, kind of said, ah, what do you think? You're going to be Joe Rogan? 
like kick rocks pretty much. No, I don't think I'm going to be Joe Rogan, but I just want to start and see where it goes. And I think that's everyone's problem. Everyone just wants success overnight. It simply doesn't work like that. Everything takes time. And having success overnight compared to having success after years of hard work and effort is honestly more scary to me. Say this did blow up, or say it would have blown up within an episode or two, or when I just started. That's great, but guess what? You got to maintain that. You have to maintain your level. You have to always be innovating something new, something different. And if you're just starting it too, you don't really know the, the hard parts about it, the trials and tribulations you may face down the road. So that's why I'm glad I'm on a, a slow journey. I'm enjoying this journey because I'm getting better as I go slowly. I'm learning slowly how to deal with the challenges of this endeavor. So my, my advice to anyone, I don't know what you're, you know, say you're starting a vlog too. And that, that's another thing I started to do. I, I, I said, fuck it. I'm this, I'm the shoot a vlog. I live in Florida. Why not? People that live in Iowa in the middle of January and they're stuck in their house would probably love to watch this. I also think it's, it's about trying those new avenues. You can't be one dimensional at all. And stand up. I think that will be the third dimension for me. The podcasting, the vlogging, the stand up, all three together. I think that would really turn the tide and allow me to diversify and just keep failing and getting better. Failing and getting better and finding a way around those failures and using them to build stronger. And yeah, I'm antsy, guys, to, you know, hopefully make this a full-time thing or at least have the ability to do something in entertainment that will pay the bills and keep me happy. Isn't that, you know, everyone wants complete happiness and they want to do what they're passionate about. So that's all I could hope. Where will this road end up? We don't know. But so far, it's gotten us to this point. The Bayside Report. I'm really stoked for the new name. So marketable. I can make t-shirts. I can... I'm not going to hand out flyers. I don't know. I think I'll just make t-shirts and just wear them around. Give out free t-shirts to people and friends. And hopefully, just go talk to people. And obviously, they're going to ask what your shirt's about. You tell them. That's just face-to-face marketing, spreading the word out. But everything takes time, people. You also have to consider the other factor of manifesting it and really wanting it, really asking and giving your energy solely to this purpose. Around May, right when I was figuring out how to go about starting this venture, I was working for this apparel company. I'm in the supply chain side. I had a commute of 45 minutes every day, just one way, 45 minutes one way, 45 minutes home. So I had a lot of time to think about my life. Had a lot of time to think about what I wanted to do. And that time I was I was in a rut a little bit. 
you know, I didn't have a good work-life balance. I was getting home at nearly seven o'clock every night, then turning around, getting up at 6 a.m., doing it all over again. So I really didn't have the full time and focus to do this project anyways. So when I were on those rides every day, I was, I didn't know how I was going to attain what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted it more than anything. And I was kind of kicking myself in the shins a little bit because I knew I didn't really have a plan, but I just kept manifesting it as early as March through April through May, those three months, I really started manifesting it hard. And what do you know, by the end of May, I, I had this studio equipment here. I didn't even start the podcast until September though. So that shows you the path that I was on and how unpredictable it was. But I just kept showing up weekly, daily, writing down my goals, writing down what I want to do, writing down ideas. There's a lot more I've planned for this podcast. Especially whenever I am off to my own residence here in a few few months. The main, the main idea, the main thing to take away from this, if you want something but you don't know how, you, how you're going to get it, just start with manifesting it, praying and asking for it every day. That's the best way to start. And start writing down what you want. Eventually, everybody, it will come, it'll come to fruition. You just got to figure out your initial process and start asking the universe for that energy. I started manifesting this as early as 2021, January. And just months, months of just nothing, you know, it was kind of my own fault because I wasn't, I wasn't fully invested into it, but I was slowly putting that energy out, slowly putting that energy out. It just took a lot of patience and time for it to fully come full circle. And here we are nine episodes deep, nine episodes. That's fucking hype. That's so hype. And I'm glad that I have people here listening. I, I check the RSS feed every day. I got, I got someone in Belgium, the listener in Belgium, shout out to you. I, you've watched every episode so far or listened to every episode. So big shout out to you. And we just keep it pushing everybody. Life is like Grand Theft Auto. That, that's a, that thought changed my, my, my uh, process too. Thinking of life like Grand Theft Auto. You just go get whatever the fuck you want. Obviously, you're not going to be running people over or robbing stores or shooting anyone. But if you're in Grand Theft Auto, this might not be the best. <laughs> this might not be the best fucking analogy. But if you're in Grand Theft Auto, you can pretty much have whatever the fuck you want. Okay? I'm just saying, start thinking of your life as you have the ability to have whatever the fuck you want. Just put your mind to it and work for it. It's that simple, everybody. And other news, this is a crazy 180, but Alex Jones is forced to pay almost a billion dollars for what he said about the Sandy Hook victims. I don't know why I segue to that, but here we are. Isn't that wild? He's going to be paying restitution money until his grave. And he did. he made some very fucked up comments about that whole incident. Shame on you, Alex Jones. Shame on you. And pay what you fucking deserve to those families. 
In other news, the stock market exploded on good inflation data yesterday. Great day on the market. Today, I haven't really checked. It was kind of here or there. But we'll, we'll check that again and let you know next week how the market's doing. All right, everybody. It's 12.38. I'm back on the clock in 20 minutes. Thank you for listening to the lunchtime episode, the lunchtime report. I really want to record more, maybe two episodes a week instead of one. I think you guys deserve, and I, I just want to start giving these out more. Just start uh, putting up more episodes. Have a good weekend, everybody. It's a great fucking time of the year. 13 days. Start thinking what Santa Claus is going to be bringing your loved ones. Because I definitely got to do that. As we move on. All right, everyone. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to the new and improved Bayside Report.